welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. Last time, our uh, heroic friends or adventurers or whatever we want to call them, I guess, uh, were in underneath the Dwarven Fortress and they found something a, a bit surprising and di- frankly disturbing. Uh, but we'll get back into that in just a moment. Let's do a quick round of introductions with everyone. So first of all, Tormir, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Tormir, the Dwarf Monk, being played by Brandon. And uh, currently I am a little bit disconcerted about, you know, a guy I've only heard a few things about being uh, quite a bad guy at the moment. All right. Up next, uh, Tegan, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hey all, my name's Chris, and I play Tegan, the gnome sorcerer, and uh, I'm not really looking forward to seeing Hup again. He wasn't real nice to me when he was a nice guy, and now that he's a bad guy, he really wouldn't be nice to me, so I'm a little freaked out. All right. Up next, uh, Tabitha, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Tabitha, played by Jess. Uh, uh, and I have Fran- uh, Francis, who is my badger companion, and uh, Gregory, which is the owl bear. That is suggest. This name is suggested by one of our fans on uh, the Facebook page. We sent out a call for names, and that was the suggestion. So Gregory, it is. All right. Good to meet Gregory. Uh, and up next, uh, Jathal, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Chris. I play Jathal, the elf wizard. Uh, feeling a little disconcerted here. Uh, not sure what to do, but hopefully get some answers today. Sounds good. And uh, lastly, Athir, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Brian. I play Ethir, the uh, fighter of the group. Um, right now, I'm just kind of curious what our battle plan is for the objectives in front of us. See if uh, we can get ourselves out of this situation. So that's what I've got on my mind. All right. So getting back into the action. So the group, after they they made it out of the 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 underbelly of the dwarven fortress. They found themselves in, or they, they found themselves back up above and at a bit of a loss as far as how to go about stopping uh, Hup's forces. Uh, Jathal had a few ideas on it, but uh, they had wanted to go back to Clear Meadow to, uh, to do some further research. So, um, yeah, Jathal, do you want to ta- talk about your plan with the rest of the group a, a little bit more there on kind of what you want to, uh, what, what kind of resources you want to get out of Clear Meadow? Yeah, I guess I just want to, I need to talk with maybe Viddy uh, around um, trying to understand, I think, a little bit more around, uh, I guess, some of who this uh, great Iron Fang was a little bit more, maybe. Um, And then also, uh, if they have any, if he has, if she, I think she, uh, has any suggestions on uh, this type of magic. I'm not super familiar uh, with, you know, necro necromancy uh, magic, but uh, I'm hoping someone can help shed some light. All right. 
So, do you guys do anything else at the Dwarven Fortress before you head back? Take my owl bear and my badger and head out. I'll uh, put the tarp back on of the oh, wagon. Right. Okay. It did uh, tear a little bit more when it was being torn off by the zombie. So, it, I mean, it wasn't in good condition to start with, but it's 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 a little less protective than it was prior. But you're able to otherwise put it back on. So, you guys head back to Clear Meadow? Uh, yep, sounds good to me. All right. Sounds good. So then, um, yeah, you guys make it back. Pretty much, it's it's an uneventful trip back. Uh, you don't find any more uh, owl bear babies or anything else like that. So, <laughs> um, That's it, good. how long does it take to uh, get back there? About two hours. So you guys came out. Uh, you left in the morning to get to the Dwarven Fortress. You spent probably somewhere around six to eight hours there. Uh, so you're heading back uh, roughly in the evening of the same day that you went there. So it's it's probably in your it's the sun sets on part on part way on your journey back, uh, and you arrive back in Clear Meadow in uh, in the early evening after after sunset. And I'm assuming that we're able to uh, feed the owl bear and um, Craigry and make sure that he's eating well and or she's eating well and it. Like I don't know. She? Are we sure it's a? Is it a she or a he? It is a she. Then why is it named Craigry? <laughs> because this is what our fans wanted. Darn it. I mean that's fine. There was confusion, and it latched onto Craigery. Sure. All right. We could always call it Craigerette. Craigerette. Sounds like a brand of cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> it's addicting. It'll kill ya. Well, you let Craigery get big enough, and that's true. Well, and then as uh, as we're um like have downtime I'm gonna start trying to work on training Gregory a little bit and uh, make it be friendly and I have yeah. uh, some talents for um, assisting me in getting uh, it to be my but friend for the listeners uh, the uh, our players uh, after last game uh, leveled up to level 4 Yay! You'll start hearing uh, new abilities, spells, or whatnot they've chosen as as uh, the game goes on. I'm gonna use the train animals and bonded animal um, to get this. I know that there is, it's not exactly in the rules, but uh, Tony has allowed me to have an animal companion and a bonded animal because he likes me. Mm. He'll he'll make you he'll find a way for you to suffer somehow because of it. Oh, I mean, you should expect no less. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so I'll probably have to. Oh, I can have. Some, never mind. I can have some more wine. Never mind. 
I was like, um, have not. you had to stab anything recently? I have it because I had we had the wine before we left, and it's only been a day. And I was going to stab something tonight, but if we get back to Clear Meadow, I can have <laughs> some more of the magical wine, magical beer, beer, Mag- it was beer. Oh, beer, magical beer. Yeah, yeah, it was dark shade beer. So yeah, you guys arrive back in, and the the lights are still on at the the dark shade brewery. Uh, when you arrive, so um, where in town? Because that's that's the first, pretty much the first building you see coming in from the direction of town that you're you're arriving in. So what do you? Um, where do you go first? Do you go to the Darkshade Brewery first, or do you want to go elsewhere in town first? I think we should uh, drop off the wagon at uh, the Darkshade, and uh, I need to make sure that I have proper supplies for both uh, Francis and Gregory. Jethal, why don't we uh, uh, go talk to the hedge witch? (laughs) I'm glad you finished that statement. (laughs) Let's go talk to the hedge. (laughs) Just pick a random shrubbery and we're not going to go talk to it. Well, I mean, after enough beer, like, you know. (laughs) Bring me a shrubbery. (laughs) You might end up curling up into the hedge, you know. <clears throat> yeah, he that's might. A, that's not a bad idea. One of us can't hold their liquor. <laughs> Hedges are pokey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I so would like... So are badgers. What's I your point? would like to go... Wait, badgers are pokey? What? Yeah, they've got claws. I mean... If you make them angry. Okay, sure. Uh, uh, I mean, they're not like hedgehogs or like true. You know, porcupines, but... True. They have pokey bits. Fair enough. Uh, yes, I would like to go see if. Uh, I I don't know. You said we came in about dusk, right? Just after dusk, yeah. Uh, I'll go see if the town wizard is still up and open for me to talk to. All right, so it sounds like some people are going to go into the Darkshade Brewery and others are going to go to see Vidi the uh, Hedge Mage. So splitting the party. Splitting the party. That's always a good idea. <laughs> I like it when parties split. <laughs> well, I'm just going to get food for, like, I, I'm assuming that uh, Darkshade would have some food or should I go to the market area for the foodings? Uh, you could probably do it at either. I'll go to Darkshade. Okay. I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to forage around in the neighboring forest to look for some uh, berries and fruits and whatnot. To uh... well, actually, what do <laughs> owls bear? What, what do owl bears eat? Do they just eat meat? Predominantly meat. Yeah. Well, then I would probably I should probably go to the forest because okay. I could probably hunt some stuff. Okay, so if I understand correctly, Tegan is going to go to the Darkshade Brewery because he wants beer. Because he's a lush. Tormir and Tabitha are going to go out into the woods just outside of Clear Meadow and go hunting. We're having us a three-way. Split. (laughs) Um, Anyways. uh, Yeah, I'm going to go off on my own and look for berries. I'm not much (laughs) into Um, Jethal is going to go check out... I totally uh, made Jethal almost spit stuff out of his nose. That's the best. <laughs> so Jeth- 
Oh. Nice. I'm so mean. I know you are. Chithal is going to go see VD and Athir. What um, do you have your own plan, or are you going to go and join one of the others? I think I'll just go see uh, this uh, massive hedge that we're going to go see because <laughs> I'm interested in botany. Are you looking All to right. pick up a gambling habit? <laughs> He's hedging that his way bets. You can hedge your bets. Uh, hedge. You know? oh. uh, boo. <laughs> You can't boo when it's your own joke, too. <laughs> true. Boo. Oh, I can totally boo when it's my own joke. All right. So I, I assume by that, Athea, you are accompanying Jathal? Yeah, why not? All right. So uh, we'll start off, first of all, with uh, Tormir and Tabitha. You're kind of off do, you know, off in the woods, um, just gathering uh, either food, either meat or uh, not meat. Um <laughs> Really? Is that how? Is that how we're uh, splitting that up? I mean, yeah, berries and Be- things like meat that. Meat or not meat? Um, so it's technically correct. Um, I have the forager survival skill. Yep. So you can go ahead and roll survival, and you have specific rules on that. But um, both of you roll. Go ahead and roll survival. What, what sort of a DC are we looking at? Uh, probably you're. To get enough for like a person to eat for a day would be roughly about a ten. I'm just. Can I take a five, or take ten on that? Sure. I'll just make it easy. Yeah, that's fine. So you and Tabitha both. I got uh, an eleven. There you go. That's right, yeah. an eleven. That, that technically beats a ten. Yeah. Uh, so with the, do you want to go ahead and describe how the forager feat works, Tabitha? Um. It, so what it does is it, um, allows me to, while I'm, uh, survivaling to subsist, if I roll worse than success, I get a success. And then on the success, I can provide, uh, sustenance, sustenance living for myself and four additional creatures and a critical success. I can take care of twice as many creatures as on a success. Success okay. is a very hard word to say. I, I do like your term of survivaling. Survivaling, <laughs> yes. All right, and then what's your overall uh, result, uh, Tormir, after you take 10? 18. 18, okay. So, Tormir, um, you're able to find, uh, you end up actually finding another blackberry bush. And you're able to find roughly, probably enough blackberries for you to uh, be happy for a full day. For me to be happy or for a normal person to be happy? We'll say you to be happy because you got eight above the DC. That's a lot. Um, But it's really only enough for for you unless you really want to share and then you'll be slightly unhappy. Oh. Don't share. Be be selfish. But Tabitha, you're able to find uh, probably enough meat to feed yourself and the rest of the group. Okay. And an owl bear. And an owl bear, because honestly, Gregory doesn't eat that much at the moment. It's a growing couplet, though. I know. So I'm gonna say that. Um, do we have? Is it written in stone that Gregory is female, or are we just gonna be weird about it and just assume that it's? I mean, you can. I. I. I nothing's really. Uh, I mean, we can keep going with uh, Gregory having a masculine name while being a 
doesn't really bother me. I just I think it's going to confuse people. I am perfectly fine with retconning Gregory to be male. Okay. You just have to examine the cloaca. It's not that bad. Yeah, with like a beak and claws and there's a reason it's hard to uh determine genders on birds. Hey, we talked about that last time. All you gotta do is a little blowing with the feathers technique in it. You're good to go. Just a little. And you're I good. don't think I want to blow my owl bear. It's feathers. Oh, <laughs> you are you are uh, having fun with the dramatic pauses there, aren't you, there, <laughs> Tabitha? All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys. Otherwise, you know, it's pretty much uneventful beyond uh, finding what you were looking for there. So, uh, meanwhile, Tegan, you go strolling into the Darkshade Brewery and you find Wayne there behind the counter. And he goes, oh, hey, Wayne. Tegan. How are you? Well, uh, not good. We uh, found some things oh. at the ruins. We know, we know what's uh, causing some problems. Um, you want to call your brother in here, and I'll talk to both of you at the same time. Oh, brother, Lucas, isn't, you Lucas isn't, your, isn't your friend. Yeah, Luke, Lucas walks in at that point. Okay, and uh, he goes. So you found something concerning? Yeah. So we found a, a host of undead being controlled by a undead werewolf. I we think it's got a bunch of bloody spikes in them. I don't. Maybe undead. It may be something else. Um, who was talking to an old friend of ours that got uh, kind of necromancied himself. So we think he's a necromancer now or something like that. He's pretty powerful. Um, and they're trying to raise a dragon. I do think we're try- they're trying to make some sort of like dragon lich. So uh, not good news. You, you, so Wayne looks confused, but looking at Lucas, just all the color drains from his face. And he just stands there and goes, uh, a, a Dracolich? A Dracolich. Here? Yes, in this, yeah, two hours away. So we need a... He looked over at Wayne, he looked over at Wayne and he goes, I think it might be time to start thinking about packing up and moving. <laughs> well, before you pack up and move, let's uh, let's think through a plan because we're going to have to do something because this Dracolich gets, um, gets brought back to life. We're all in trouble. And there's not going to be... There's not going to be a place to move that a Draco Lich isn't going to be able to find you. So we can stop the ceremony. We have some ideas, but we've got to start making plans um, to, to get it to stop. One of the things we need to do is, is figure out exactly, you know, what are the different things we can do. We think Jethal, our, our wizard in our party, um, can find ways to stop it. We've already found one way to slow it down. Um, it was supposed to happen actually while we were there. We were able to slow it down for at least a couple of days. So we'll need supplies and provisions, and we're going to need a plan. We're, we're, we'll probably need reinforcements, too. I think we're going to have to fight to to stop this uh, ceremony and protect this land. So Lucas looks at you and goes, what, what can I do to help? Well, let's sit down and uh, have a beer and figure out what we're going to do. But a small one, an itty-bitty one, just, just like a small little nightcap one, not a... We're not going to do that again. I don't need to curl up on a floor anywhere tonight. Wayne says, sure, which which kind of beer would you like? The magical dark shade one. Dark shade. All right. Yep, certainly. And he goes and gets you like a, a kid-sized glass and brings it over to you and 
he pours that for you and you drink and talk for a while. Yeah. And we will jump over to Jethal and Athir. Uh, we're going to jump over to you guys and see what, uh, you know, you guys approach VD's building. So she has a, it, it's a small building overall. You can smell it about the same time as you can hear it there, or see it. Um, there's, you know, a lot of like incense and things like that. It smells very strong as you approach the building and you walk in, uh, and she looks up and goes, Oh, Hey again, Jathal, you brought a friend with you. Yeah. Uh, this is my, uh, my, my companion, um, traveling companion here at the Uh, we have, uh, some concerning, stuff we need to ask you about uh, that maybe you can help us with. Uh, do you have some time? Yeah, if it's if it's concerning, I definitely have time. She kind of gestures over towards a, a table. Uh, it's a circular table. It has four chairs around it, and it's kind of got a tablecloth over the top, a bunch of different things on there, uh, and she sits down at one side and kind of gestures, here, have a seat. You know, it's, it's easier to have bad news over it at, you know, while you're resting at a table. Yes, yes, thank you appreciate that um we just came from a old uh, dwarven fortress not too far from here um that we were uh investigating for uh another of the townsfolk uh here um and we found something very disturbing um and we're hoping that maybe you can help understand um and i had I still have that. I think that was it a gem, right? Yeah, it's a, a green gemstone. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna pull out that gemstone um, and kind of set it on the table um, and hold it out and be like, "So we took this. Uh, there, there's a group up there that is performing a ritual. A ritual that is." really we cannot let happen uh, for reasons that they are trying to resurrect the great Iron Fang and create a Draco Lich. Iron Fang, Iron Fang. I've heard that term before. Hang on. She stands up and runs over and like grabs a random book off of one of her shelves, comes back to the table, opens it up, flips it, flips it, flips it, goes, oh, Iron Fang. How much do you know about it? Uh, him? I know bits and pieces. Uh, I'm hoping you can maybe help fill in the gaps. So Iron Fang, roughly, well, look, looking at this, somewhere between three and four hundred years ago, um, was a tyrant uh, red dragon that ruled over much of what used to be this continent, um, at least much of what we know as the known continent. Um, and required uh, tributes from everyone across the land lest they their entire city or settlement gets burned to the ground and assembled a immense amount of great of wealth eventually a combined uh, force of pretty much every everyone on in the plane everything from orcs goblins dwarves elves humans uh, combined their their forces together and took down Iron Fang once and for all and buried him deep within the earth. Although no one actually knew where, 
Uh, apparently, you found out where I'm guessing. Possibly, we have our we have our thoughts of where. Uh, don't know exactly. But the uh, the whereabouts of the, the the dragon's remains were left specifically unknown, so no one could track could uh, track it down. So the fact that someone's trying to bring it back is quite disturbing. Yes, yes, I, I absolutely agree. Um, so we were able to take, like I said, we found we were able to sneak in and get this gem from the uh, from the ritual that they started. Uh, and I, I believe now this buys us a few days, um, before that they, before they can recoup the, you know, what was lost with us taking this. Um, so but, we only have a few days before they complete the ritual. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not looking like a very long time at this point. Are you intending to organize refugees to flee, or are you intending to fight back? We, I think that there's a way that we can potentially disrupt the ritual enough that it will, um, you know, cause them to stop. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I would definitely the the fight back. I guess is the the way to go. Uh, I I just need a little bit of. I guess guidance, maybe. I'm not as familiar with this uh, necromancy magic, I guess, um, as maybe I, I was hoping maybe you have some, some knowledge around that or, or can can help with some knowledge around that in any way. Well, I have some conceptual knowledge of, of necromantic magic, but I have no real experience with it. I, I tend to deal more with uh, the, the nature spirits or, or spirits in general as opposed to the you know the life and death and undeath sure uh, um but i mean i i uh there's possibly others that we might be able to contact that might be able to give us guidance do you know of anyone that we could possibly reach out to i have a few people that i can uh, that i do plan on reaching out to um i haven't i, I yet, have but uh, I, I do have a way to contact someone uh, back in, uh, I think it's in Conovis, right? In, in Conovis, yes. Yeah, I have a, I have a, a, a friend, uh, or an acquaintance, I should say. Um, I'm not sure either way. But uh, someone that might be able to help us, and I do have a way to reach them. Um, they're back yep. in, in Conovis currently, though. Well, I have a... Um ascending portal that we we can use um possibly to reach out to anyone well it's, i guess it's more of a, a two-way scrying portal but um we can use it to reach out to anyone that you might know we, we can I, we can only re- use it to reach out to someone that we we've, we've met personally okay uh that i've met personally or you've met personally sure. so if you know anyone um, we can, I, I, I can certainly use it to help. Absolutely. Uh, that makes things a little bit easier. That opens up our, I open up another idea. Um, I actually know a, someone that is very well versed in necromancy. Um, oh. and I believe that they could probably help significantly. That's wonderful news. Um, 
do you, when do you wish to, to make contact? I, I assume as soon as possible. Yes, I think that if we can try and do it as soon as possible, that would be wonderful. Sure. Uh, do you want to do it now, or do, you, or do you want to gather the rest of your companions first before we make contact? Uh, I think it... Uh, I, I guess I look over to Ithir. Do you have a preference, Ithir, or do you think anyone else needs to be involved, or should we just do this now? I think we should uh, get on with it and get this t- taken care of. We're short on time. I I was a, just making sure I was on the same page. So, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and try and get a hold of uh, uh, his name is Rallos. Uh, Rallos. Um, okay. Uh, let me let me let me get the uh, ritual prepared, and she goes and gets this large sort of uh, in, like in sky or it's it, it's a large bowl made out of stone. There's uh, multiple runes carved into it. She sets it out in the middle of the room. She goes and she gets uh, several buckets of water. It takes her probably about you know 15 20 minutes. Eventually, it fills it up enough, and then she says, "All right, all three of us." Uh, she reaches her hands out, and she doesn't have very long arms. Being a gnome, but she reaches out and says, "Okay, I need you both to hold my hands, and think of the 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 image of the of, of Rallos that you wish to contact." I assume both of you have met Rallos. Is that correct? That that's correct. Okay, so both of you think of think of Rallos and and what he looks like and and who he is and and what you what you most remember about him, and uh, that should help us make contact. And everyone and kind of focuses. Um, and eventually the water ripples and you see a room. There is a room with uh, it's all uh, cobblestone walls. And it's very dark and it's illuminated only by a few candles in the room. And uh, kind of coming into view, you see Rallos there. And he looks at it and goes, Jethal, Athir, is that you? Yes, Rallos. Ah, uh, so glad that we were able to get a hold of you. Uh, we, How did you find me? Uh, we're having some help from uh, our our one of our new friends here, uh, Vidi. Um, we have an urgent issue that I, I'm hoping that you can help us with. Um, Certainly, and I think it's right up your alley. Yes. Uh, what can I assist you with? Um. Are you familiar with uh, a Draco Lich? Uh, a specific Draco Lich, uh, or the concept of creating a Draco Lich, or a little of both. <laughs> um, we, we've run into a little bit of an issue uh, where there's a group, uh, unfortunately, also run by our late friend Hup, who is. Uh, currently i believe uh how would you say uh possessed by kundal there you go yep that's the words uh (laughs) uh he and uh he has some minions um that uh appear to be trying to raise a draco lich uh specifically they're trying to raise the great iron fang I have heard of this Iron Fang, and that is quite disturbing if that is their intent, to bring it back as a Draco I, I agree. As, 
the more cruel and tyrannical a dragon was in life, the more powerful of a Draco Lich it creates. Um, so they are, from what we can tell, uh, I've delayed them uh, a couple days at this point. We have, um, we've disrupted a little bit of their 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 ritual uh, to delay how, them a bit. How, but how did you disrupt it? Uh, I can he see what I'm holding? Yeah, he can. Okay. It's it's a it's, it's a, essentially okay. a video. It's a it's a video. Oh, okay, call. fair enough. Okay, <laughs> uh, I I kind of hold up this stone, I guess, that I found this 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 gem, and I say, uh, one of us in the group was able to snag this gem out of the the ritual, um, and that's what we've we've done so far. Hmm. Okay. Well, that the specific stone being used helps clue me in a little bit on what particular ritual they're using. So what they are attempting to do is they likely would start off by infusing the remains of the dragon with necromantic energy. Uh, if they're as close to the end of the ritual as you've as you assume, then it's likely that they have already accomplished that part. The next step is to bring back the soul of the dragon from its final resting place and infuse it into the now undead body. This will create not exactly a Dracolich, but a pretty similar facsimile to one. Uh, true Dracoliches are created by the effort of in of bringing a or a dragon sacrificing its own soul into a flactory uh this would be returning a dead dragon to the living with the power of a draco lich it's slightly different but the semantics of the ritual are very important for disrupting it okay that's good to know as such if you are to disrupt it there is likely a stone where the soul is going to be stored in. If you can destroy that central stone and or uh, infuse something else into it before the soul of the dragon fully restores into it, then you will likely have to deal with a uh, undead dragon, but not a Draco Lich as an end result of their, their ritual. So it's not a surefire you win, but it's much easier to deal with a non-intelligent one than it is a one that has the, the cunning of a dragon that's lived for centuries. That's uh, very good advice to know. Um, do you, uh, I guess this, this stone you speak of, is there any way, uh, would it look any different from anything else? I'm, I'm not familiar with this so I'm trying to make sure that we do everything we can it would likely be of significant size but the other thing that would also be significant about it is in order to house the soul of a red dragon it would need to be some sort of a uh, ruby most likely so it would it should be a red stone uh, that is of significant size I would estimate at least the size of uh, maybe half the size of your friend Tegan. Oh, okay. Good to know. Uh, I'm glad that you also are measuring in sizes of Tegan. 
<laughs> what is going on? He wasn't even there to talk about the Tegans. It's it's an un it's a it is known. No, it is, it's it is a known. standardized unit of measurement now. Uh, it is known. It is known. Don't worry. Eventually, yeah, we're 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 gonna have a whole things based on you too. Uh, okay. This is uh, very uh, good information. Um, and you say either destroying that stone in some form or fashion, or uh, infusing it with something else. Yes. So there's it. It can only be occupied by one thing. Okay. Uh, in their particular ritual, if you can put something into it before they can, then the ritual is broken. Whether it be another soul, whether it be pure, you know, arcane energy, whatever you can, whatever you can muster to put into it, uh, will be will likely disrupt it. If if it, uh, either that or destroying it entirely, but. Uh, gemstones typically are fairly difficult, so yeah. unless you have immense strength, you might have difficulty with destroying it in a single blow. Sure. Yeah, that's that was, that's what I was wondering. Uh, okay. Uh, that gives us an idea of what to do. Um, Rallos kind of turns his attention and looks through the uh, kind of the, the rippling water at uh, Athir and says. You look somewhat concerned about our about the Jathal's plan. What what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking if we have to fight a undead dragon rather than a Draco Lich, what does our battle plan that we'll need to do is where where is our weaknesses or our best uh, best option is to flee. I I think it might be a bit of a challenge, but I think it's well within your capacity to defeat because it would simply be an incredibly large skeleton or potentially zombie, depending on how much flesh is remaining. But considering that Iron Fang has been buried for centuries, I would imagine there's little to no flesh remaining. So in all likelihood, it would simply be a skeletal dragon uh, with the, in essence powers of a skeleton the size of a dragon so it should be something that i would assume your forces would be capable of dealing with formidable to you i assume but uh doable is there something that uh this undead dragon would be weakened by that uh, would help us get an advantage over it are any of your allies able to wield holy energy? I believe we do have at least a Tegan that is able to do that. Then uh, that would be definitely a viable strategy for using against it, because they tend to be significantly weakened by that. Uh, additionally, uh, weapons that are, are built more for smashing rather than stabbing um, generally tend to work better against them. Uh, that, that sounds to reason. But uh, that's that's generally the you know uh, skeletons are fairly standard to take down. It's it's generally holy energy or smash them. Typically are the the main ways to destroy them. Fair enough. I think we can prepare 
ahead of time for that. I agree. I think this this helps with uh, with both preparing uh, for both sides of this uh, this uh, encounter that we're going to have. I think. Very well. If you don't have any further questions of me, I would like to end this conversation as I am currently doing research on the best way to undo the damage that Kundala has begun. And the longer I remain in connection, the greater likelihood Kundal has of finding me. I 100% understand. I appreciate your time. Uh, I don't have any more questions at this point. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. You you as well. And at that point, VD ends the uh, the scrying, and she goes, "Okay, well, is there anything else I can help you with?" Uh, do you have potentially any scrolls? I I can I have a few, not many, but um, what what do you need a scroll of? Uh, well, uh, any sort of scroll that would be any sort of, I guess, holy energy um, spells? Holy energy is not really my specialty. Yeah. Uh, I've, okay. I've made a few scrolls of, of various things, but I, I don't know if, if your intent is for damaging the undead, I don't know if any of them would be of, of any benefit to you. Okay. No, that's fine. Um... I think that's uh, at this point. I don't know that I have. I mean, I, I guess. Do you have any potentially some uh, uh, maybe some elixirs of life available? I absolutely, yeah, I absolutely do. I, I have a few, um, I, not many. And she goes and kind of rifles through, and you kind of see that her entire building is very disorganized. Um, but she eventually finds uh, four vials, and and she hands them to you, and. They are um, three vials of heal two, and uh, one vial of heal one. Uh, okay. I think they're it's cure light and cure. I, I I forget how the potions work if they're cure light or if they're based on the heal spell. So. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I guess I'm not sure. I'll have to look at that. I was. Yeah. Um. I'll double check. I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll look that. Oh, okay, I, I think it. think they're based on the mm-hmm. heal spell. So, heal one, heal two. There are three three potions of he- a heal a lesser healing potion and one minor healing potion. Okay, so it's it and it is healing potion, not elixir of life. Yeah, it's called healing potion. Yeah. Okay. And for our listeners, this can be found in the Cora Rulebook on page 563. For those playing the at-home game. <laughs> I mean, kind of Pathfinder is an at-home game, really. Uh, uh, or at other people's home. Yeah, at, at someone's home, or a gaming shop, or something like that. Sure. Okay. Or over the internet! So you said uh, three... Minors or three lessers? Three lessers, one minor. Okay. I feel that uh, Rallos is uh, now enjoying a Rallos brand coffee. 
That's a reference to an older episode. For those who are paying attention. Five internet points that mean nothing to whatever listener can figure out what episode that was in reference to. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I get five internet points. Yay. Uh, this this is wonderful, uh, VD. I, I appreciate it, everything. I, I really do. Um, I, I think uh, we'll, we'll let you... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll leave your presence for tonight, and if we have anything else in the morning, maybe we'll stop by, but I think at this point, I think we're good. She waves and says, okay, well, I'm, I'm happy to help. Just let me know if I can. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it. So everyone eventually, uh, I assume, reconvenes at the Dark Jade Brewery. Yes. Everybody loves my owl bear. And so eventually... Tegan, you're sitting there still drinking your. It, it's kind of like a. It's a sampler size, of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not that. It, it's not super small. It's it's you know about maybe yeah, one tenth of a Tegan tall. <laughs> that's that's a pretty big drink for a, a gnome. <laughs> I'm gonna be smashed on the floor. <laughs> so you're you're a little tipsy at this point. Great. Um, as probably the the first people that that come back are. Athir and Jathal and then shortly after that I uh, come in within probably minutes uh, Tormir first and then Tabitha last so uh, when uh, Jathal and Athir show up first uh, what do you do Tegan hey guys how's it going we're making battle plans why don't you come join us did you find anything out take up did you literally just say the word hiccup? I think Tegan actually just verbalized the word hiccup. <laughs> it's an onomatopoeia. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Uh, I will, yes, I'll stroll up and say, oh, I see you're uh, indulging again, Tegan. Uh, just, just be careful. You don't want to have it like last time. Oh, I'm careful. My friends are taking care of me. That's that's good to know. Uh, I'll come sit down. Is is uh, uh, Lucas and Wayne still sitting with him? Or yep, yep. They're they're on the opposite side of the cool. the bar top essentially yeah, from him. But yeah, they're next they've been just kind of chatting with him the whole time. Uh, I'll Wayne. sit down next to them uh, and uh, ask. Uh, um, do you mind? Can I get a, um, a dark shade ale by chance? Certainly. Thank you. And uh, Wayne goes and gets you one. Anything for you, Ethier? Well, Wayne, uh, you know I like the wine if you've got any of that left. But uh, there's some preparations that we need to get made before we head out. Um, you guys have an armory around here or anything that uh, I might go to be able to inspect? We don't really have much of a even a town guard for that matter. Um, I mean, we need to acquire some bludgeoning weapons. If you got any maces or flails around, or if you town uh, blacksmith has some for sale, we might need to go and look into that. Lucas kind of looks at you and says, "Give me till morning. I can get you what you need. You need bludgeoning weapons." Yes. Budgeting weapons, that's what we need for a Draco Lich. I knew it. And uh, Lucas kind of goes and 
takes off his apron and Baker's hat and kind of puts on a jacket and he says, I will see you in the morning. And he leaves. So is he going to go flail around? God. <laughs> bad jokes right. are bad. As, uh, <laughs> as, as Lucas is leaving, Tormir is kind of walking in right at the same time as Lucas is heading out. Oh, goodbye, Lucas. Have a good evening. Uh, you as well. So, uh, how did everything go tonight? Great! Uh, it's good. Uh, everyone's here now. That's good. We can, um, discuss what we've found, what we've, what we've learned. Um, Wait, I, I, I don't quite think everyone's here yet. Oh, right. I suppose Tabitha isn't quite here yet. Good call. Might have had a bit too much of the drink. I just, I, I'm, I'm just so worried uh, I, I forget. My apologies. That's alright. Come sit, have a drink with us while we plan our battle with the ferocious Drago Lich. Uh, at short- sure, I'll have some tea. I would show up uh, fairly soon after. Yeah, you walk in and you're kind of probably feeding one last bit of meat to the, uh, the owlbear cub. Who's a good little owlbear? Who's a good little owlbear? And you you walk in and and you see everyone else is already assembled here. Oh, looks like I'm the last one to arrive. Lucas is Lucas is not here. Oh, good. Uh, Tabitha, you're you're back. That's that's good. Um, please take a seat. Um, we need to discuss some things. Um, yes. Yes. So uh, how how are we gonna kill this Draco Lich? Uh, I guess, uh, I, I guess I'll just break the news. Uh, so, uh, we we were able to commune with Rallos, uh, and wait uh, a minute, you talked to my great grandpappy and you didn't tell me. Who's Rallos? Do I know him? No, Rallos isn't your isn't your great grandfather. That's Master Ganthus. Oh there. yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. All right. Yes, the DM's like standing behind you, tapping on your shoulder. <laughs> Tabitha, you're probably not familiar with Rallos, um, but uh, he he was there at uh, Nishtun. Nishtun. Thank you. Uh, he was there at Nishtun. He was the one that helped us, uh, or originally helped us. Uh, he started the dead invasion of Nishtun. Um, to help us get the the stone. Um, okay. Have I met him though? I or it, I don't believe I have. Tabitha has met him because he came with, or he's he's one of the ones who brought along with uh, Hammond and everyone else brought the, uh, your unconscious body or the unconscious bodies of the other three to, oh, to oh, the, okay. the cabin. So. Uh, the only person here who hasn't met them is Tormir, because Rallos had already left by the time Tormir got to the cabin. Mm. Uh, but you met Rallos briefly, and Rallos is wears all black, and is, honestly, your impression of him being someone who's kind of in, more in tune with nature was he kind of was a bit unsettling. Mm. Okay. But you didn't meet him for long. I believe I've met him. Yeah, so he's, um... 
he's a, he's a, he's a little bit odd. Um, he he's he he's very familiar with the necromantic arts, uh, and so ah, well, that would explain it. That would explain why, yeah, probably the way you feel about him. Uh, but he was he was very helpful. Um, he was able to uh, give us some insight into what we can do um, to disrupt the ritual, um, as well as helped us with. Uh, more or less what we should kind of do so um his idea his thoughts are the way that they are because of the stone that you were able to recover Mm -hmm. uh from the ritual and him seeing that he was able to determine that uh, they are most likely doing a specific way doing this a specific Mm. way in that there's they are infusing the body first with necromantic energy which he believes is already complete um, that's not good and then they then bring back the soul mm-hmm. of iron fang to the body at that point after that uh he believes that's the part that they're working on now um the way that he said that we can potentially stop this from happening uh is there should be a stone uh mm-hmm. a stone that is that the soul will eventually be stored in uh, when it is brought back fully. Um, he says the stone will be significant in size, about half the size of Tegan. Um, and uh, potentially, it sh- most most likely a, like a red stone or a ruby or some sort. Uh, but if we can somehow destroy that stone uh, or infuse it with something other else before they infuse the soul into it we can okay. stop the uh the actual draco lich piece uh from mm-hmm. happening we will still have to deal with a undead dragon um mm-hmm. but it will be much less of an issue that's where i look at Ethereum and say would you like mm-hmm. to go over the more fighting plan Sure. Um, as as we know, common sense uh, tells us, bludgeoning weapons to, tend to do very well versus skeletons. Um, so that's why I asked Wayne about to uh, see if we could find some. Lucas. Uh, well, Lucas went and got him, but I asked Wayne. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, also, it appears that uh, Tegan could be of some use as well as... Uh, Holy power does have effect on undead, so we can we can use that to our advantage as well. But the key is um, we can't fight the Draco Witch. I don't think we need to get it to an undead dead dragon. If 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 they are successful in in gaining bringing the soul back into uh, this soul stone of sorts, uh, there will be no there will be no way that we can stop this uh, a Draco Lich. Um, so the key here is is definitely um, finding a way to either destroy or disrupt that soul stone in some form or fashion. Well, first we're going to need to find it. True. Yes. I got a sword. Can I smash it? Swords don't It'll do damage, but not as much as, say, a hammer or or something better. 
Hmm. Okay. I've got something better. Do you? I got a couple of them. And I raise my hands up. <laughs> I, I mean, that'll help, yes. <laughs> can you smash a gem with, with your bare hands? That's pretty cool. I can't say I've ever tried. <laughs> You've probably smashed rocks with your hands, though. Rocks, boards, bricks. You know, things laying around, but never gems. They're too expensive. This is true. So we can put something else in it. Can we put like a like a poison in it or something? Does it matter what we put in it? Uh, we basically have to, what Rollis was saying, is we need to infuse the stone with something else, whether it be another soul, uh, just pure arcane energy, um, something of that nature. Um, it's not so much some putting something physical in it. It's more of a, a magical essence needs to be put into it. Was there any? Did he have any suggestions on how to do that? Like if it was a spell or? He didn't have a lot. Um, I mean, there is ways to potentially just be able to infuse. Uh, you know, I could Tegan and I could potentially just start casting spells into it. Oh, okay. I'm not really thoughts, familiar with but... spell casting that much. Uh, so how do we how do we figure this out, Tony? Is there like a check we can do to say, is it a certain spell? Is there a certain ritual that we can do, or do you have to do a check, or is that something we would automatically know? It will likely be something that's part of a you know. It would likely be some sort of a skill check um, to represent sort of a abstract. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I get it now. All right, cut, I'm on. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> we're gonna do one of those. All right. Listeners, yeah. get ready. This is going to be famous. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm good now. What, are you going to botch it again? Oh, it's going to be awesome. He's probably going to try to use medicine or something to figure something out and roll it. <laughs> speaking Luckily, of that, I need speak, to do something. Speaking of that, I am better at medicine now, so I can help. Uh, I mean, also, everyone, uh, I, everyone's better at medicine since you leveled up by at least one. Well, I'm also now trained in it. So, uh, I also, can use nature to heal us. I have these healing potions uh, that I'm people will probably want. Um, I don't plan on getting hit, and even if I do, uh, it's not going to work. It, they're not really useful for me. Uh, I have. I, I can't use them, unfortunately. Three lessers uh, and one minor. Um, I feel like a, a Thier probably would like a lesser. Probably Tormir would like a lesser. Sure, why not? I'll take it. I hand them out. I can hold the other two because that'll mostly what I'll be doing in battle is running around healing people. I would uh, prefer not being hit. That would be excellent. I agree. Would you like the miner at the very least, just in case? Sure. Just in case, and then I could bring back somebody if sure. need be. Uh, and these, can these healing potions be used as grenades against undead? <laughs> uh, I mean, potentially. Yes, it can. Yeah. 
I mean, they they do they do restorative. Does it work that way though? Yeah, it's same my, same with my heal spell. It causes harm to undead. So yeah, but that's a little different than a potion, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh no, can... the heals. We can figure that out, I guess, uh, as well. But because there's it's like, kind of more of a judgment call on that. Yeah. Specifically, I guess the reason I was questioning it is with my new archetype. Archetype, um, I can craft uh, basically like elixirs and and stuff like that. Um, what is your new archetype there? I chose the archetype or the class feat of uh, alchemist dedication. Um, so basically I'm archetyping into the alchemist class um, so I have the ability to craft uh, different basically elixirs and stuff like that that's cool uh, every day as well very cool so um, I took the medical researcher uh, feat so I can craft elixirs of life and some healers kits so between the two of us we should be able to make some cool stuff Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I think um, I got your herbs covered. I got what you need. All right. So, any other uh, things you guys want to do tonight before? I, I assume you guys are going to rest and and head back in the morning, or are you guys going to try to head as as quickly as possible? Can I make holy water potions, or can with between me and Jethal, can we make holy water potions? Do you mean healing potions? No, holy water. They damage undead. One d eight plus one. I think you would have to have a uh, priest of some kind for that. Technically, oh, let's see. Technically, I am. That's why I'm asking. Oh. I just let's don't see. have. I just don't know if it's a feat or something that I have to have. If, that, if it is, then I don't have it. But I, I don't know if the religion uh, skill gives it to me automatically. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure out what that is uh, here. Okay. Shortly. But um, yeah. So if you want to, um, yeah, you you can probably craft um some. Uh, it would be a small amount, and let's see here. And I did, by the way, Athir, I did look up. Uh, you, uh, healing potions cannot be used as grenade weapons against the undead. Okay. Um, holy water, however, can be. And mm -hmm. yes, you can craft holy water. It is technically considered um, divine. It's like divine alchemist item. So it's okay. you would just need to have someone who can cast the heal spell cool. into it. And you can probably craft, I'll say... If you want to focus on doing that pretty much most of the night and get just enough sleep, you can probably craft three of them. Okay. Could they be called the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch? <laughs> no, that's way more explosive. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll do 1d6 plus 1. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's 1d6 damage good damage and then it's one splash damage to everything adjacent to the target oh no so splash damage one. 
because it's 1d6 good damage and one good splash damage. So if you if you let's say there was a target that's you know, occupies a five foot square, you throw it at that target, it hits that guy for 1d6 damage, and then everyone else adjacent to that guy would take one splash oh, damage. Oh, got it, got it, got it. All right. Anyone else? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do some crafting, uh, basically. Okay. Um. If you're gonna do that stuff, I'm gonna cra- do some crafting as far as my um, alchemical stuff, because um, I have four infused reagents a day that I can use. Um. So. Can you make it flaming holy water? That'd be pretty cool. No, because I I picked the formulas that I have already. Um, oh, that would be cool, flaming holy water. Yeah, all of the most of the ones that I picked are either mutagens or um, one of them is a smokestick, but uh, I don't think those are really useful. Uh, but I think a couple of the mutagens would be helpful. Um, specifically, there's one that will give. Mutagens are only usable on yourself, correct? Or or am I mistaken on that? Right. It would be something to... That's a good question. I thought it was just something you make, like an elixir, and then you could... As far as I know for the... Right, it's it's like an elixir, but as far as I know from the alchemist uh, cla- base class, their mutagens are usable on themselves only. Oh. So I don't know if if this works the same way or it's, not. It's it's Witcher style, right? Like you, they can they can drink their own stuff, but if you're not a Witcher, you don't drink. You can't drink Got it. it. Okay. Page six thirty four of the core rulebook for those playing at home. <laughs> Thank you, Tegan. Toss a coin, dear Witcher. Uh, then I'm not sure what I'm doing. For those who are okay. playing the pop pop references, uh, version of the game, we're 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 hitting reference critical mass here pretty soon. Sweet. Um, and I am going to be uh crafting the hearts of my uh of my owl bear. Gregory and I are going to spend some quality time getting to know each other. We are going to uh, I'm going to uh, kind of try and like uh use my the animal bonding again okay. since i have some downtime yep until you get to seven days worth uh you you don't get to make a check yet is it just so this would just be one day of it no it has to be a full day so essentially oh, you're, you're oh i see you're, you're role playing that you're starting to work on bonding but mechanically until you have seven full days but so this would be so I have to be spending seven full days on on right. doing it, nothing but bonding with him. It's called a downtime action, which means it doesn't mean that that's the only thing you can do during that time. But you can't engage in anything like combat or challenges or things like that. It's, it's mundane things would be the rest of. The oh, day so like if we were pop. doing like a time, like yeah, if we were fast doing forward, a, precisely would be the best time to to do that. Well, fine then. I still take some time to, you know, take care of him and make sure that he's uh, liking me. That works. And also Francis. Okay. 
Um, so unless anyone else has anything, any other uh, actions they want to take, uh, we will uh, jump to tomorrow morning. And uh, everyone wakes up and... Yay! Everyone wakes up! Everyone wakes up. Everyone, uh, Lucas uh, bursts into the room. And what he says, we will find out next time <gasps> on Paper, Pencil, Dice. So thank you again, everyone, for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Again, if you want to reach out to us, uh, have questions, comments, want to let us know how, how we're doing, or just want to tell us how bad we're doing, um, send us an email at uh, paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you no matter what. And uh, uh, until next time. Keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice. Paper, Pencil, Dice.